0: Welcome to Testing Code, a podcast about software development, testing and Python. Except for today. Today it's about podcasting. You see, I think some of you out there listening to me have some knowledge that you could share with others on a podcast. Either you've been thinking about doing an episode on this podcast or on somebody else's or starting your own podcast. When I was thinking about starting this podcast back in 2014, 2015 time frame, Adam Clark was one of the people who helped me decide to go ahead and do it. Adam is the host of the Gently Mad podcast, and he also has a course called Irresistible Podcasting. Warning, um, this is a serious warning. All of my previous episodes have been safe for kids, but this conversation has swearing in it. Think about like two geeks just hanging out with, uh, over beers and BSing, except for We didn't have any beers, and we recorded this at 8 a.m., and I had coffee. Anyway, there is swearing. If you have kids with you, save this episode for when you have headphones. But do listen. It's a great conversation. Okay, here's the pause to let you skip this episode if you have kids. The sound quality right now is a bit weird because I'm sitting in a parking lot in a minivan, and it's raining, and so there might be noise, and I'm recording this on my headphones. I'm doing this because I promised Adam that I'd try to get this out today, and I want to keep my promise. Also, there's minimal editing. It's an unedited podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. So now, without further ado, here's Adam Clark. So the reason why I have you on is because like, when I was kicking around the idea, I started Uh, this podcast in i was surprised it's been so long i started it in august of 2015 and um the um a friend of mine uh who i become a became a friend because of podcasting another person in portland started another python talk show or a a podcast in march of 2015 and then together we've uh, we have a Uh, Python bytes which we do both of us do it on a weekly basis we started that in November of 2016 but in 2014 2015 that time frame when I was kicking around the idea of doing a podcast um, there was like three pretty much there was a whole bunch of influences but um, kind of went along the lines of um, Dan Benjamin with uh, podcast method which um, scared the shit out of me and I thought well crap I can't do that that sounds complicated and then wait, just, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait! You you were thinking of doing a show about podcasting like that, and that scared you, or the, no, just
0: just? I mean, he does it like serious pro stuff, and so the oh, yeah, yeah, all the audio involved and stuff. Just like I'm like, I can't do that. And then, yeah. and then Justin Jackson did um, uh, build and launch, and the first three episodes were basically how to do a podcast like cheap. Um, and he even recommended just using your, your, your Apple, uh, headphones and, um, at which I actually, I still use my Apple headphones, but I do have a better mic now. Um, uh, but the, um, that sort of, that was good. Although, um, Justin is, he's, uh, I mean, you know, Justin, right? Um, he, he's, he's a presence and, um, like, he could sell you anything, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'm not that kind of a person. And so I, I'm like, I don't know if I can be like that. But then I listened to Gently Mad and did your course or watched some of your Irresistible podcasting course the first time around in 2015. And I'm like, okay, so what I got from you was, you don't have to try to be somebody else, just be you. And Yeah, yeah and also the um i didn't really want to focus on i do interviews on this show but i don't um i also just sort of tell people the stuff that i've learned so my idea is the i think that a lot of people in especially in the tech world they're really good at something and they're really good at most of like way better than most of the people in the world but they're not as good as the people they look up to and so they think well I shouldn't try to be teaching because I'm not one of those those experts that I look up to and I think I think that's bullshit I think that's the right place to go and start teaching is when you're you know more than like 80% of the people um
1: yeah that's a I could talk for an hour about that idea because I I'm genuinely interested in that but I I I agree with you I think that's I think that's true we always tend to or I do anyway, I think I'm never good enough unless I'm the best and you're rarely the best, you know, I mean, it's, it's a big world out there and like, I'm a drummer and it doesn't matter how good I got, you know, if I, the fact that Travis Barker exists, uh, just was like, okay, well then I might as well quit <laughs> because you know, I can't, be can't be that good. And so, yeah, I totally get that, especially with dev and stuff.
0: Yeah, and so I'd, I'd like to – as a purely uh, – um, I guess a personal thing is I'd like to have more interesting podcasts out there. I think I, interview shows are fine, but, like, I think we need more just different interesting things. And Gently, Gently Mad was definitely different. Um, and uh, What
1: was di- – can I interrupt? What was different about it? Because it's coming back and um, – it's been three years and I had a false start last year where I thought it was coming back. And I, in fact, I just recorded a YouTube uh, Instagram story about this. And, um,
0: is it coming back then? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, it is coming back. So last summer I tweeted and I was like, Hey, as, as coming back, yay. And I started recording episodes and I only released three and then I quit again. And, um, what it was is like I said in my Instagram story today, uh, which I haven't tweeted yet. I got to remind myself to do that. But, um, I, it had been a couple years, you know, intervening, uh, you know, uh, this whole thing with me working for Apple and I quit and and all this stuff. and, And I just wasn't feeling it. Like I was doing these recordings and I could tell, like, it just wasn't good. Like, you know, when you can tell when something's not good and it wasn't me just feeling like, uh my my typical self doubt you know <laughs> the, my my normal level of self doubt it wasn't just that it was like this really isn't good like i've lost something i i'm not comfortable in these conversations i i'm i don't feel like i'm directing it well i'm not creating interesting arc or story it just wasn't so i thought well i don't know i guess i've lost it so so i kind of quit again and then I, you know, uh, like the emails I've been sending out recently have said, you know, I I started into last year, I really decided to focus on it and just, uh, stop kind of dicking around and actually really do this thing. And so I've been recording again the last couple of months and it's been great. It's like it was before. Like, uh, they're just, uh, just been some great conversations. So I'm really excited to release them because, uh, that by far is the most popular thing I've ever done, um, is the gently mad. So, uh, I was going to rename it. It was going to be a different show and all this stuff. And then my friends were just like, dude, just, just, this is the gently mad. You know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It maybe a slightly different focus, but the gently mad is you and you are the gently mad. So just keep, just call it the gently mad and just re keep that thing going because people love that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I'm wasting so much time, you know, Obsessing. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited about that. Um, And one of the so one of the things that I, I'm sure you've had this. Um, So after after podcasting for a while, um, I went last year to my had went to the PyCon the PyCon Python conference here in Portland. Yeah. And uh, the um, I was at we uh, Michael and I the other guy for for uh, from Python Bytes. We were at a booth uh, most of the time, and um, and people would come up and and they like you know they they felt like they knew me, uh, because of listening to the shows. Yeah. And that's um one of the things that I learned from you and from the Gently Mad, and that was different, is because you um you don't know me um I uh but I think I know you because I listened to your show enough to where. I feel like there's a connection, just like I feel like I could go sit down and have a drink with uh, either you or Justin Jackson, because I feel like I know your personality and um, and we've never talked before. Um, but that connection is uh, is something podcasts give that nothing else does. And yeah. it, it's uh, worth it. Um, and it's, uh, it's also, so I I feel like, you know, like those pictures where in cartoons where you have like the white devil and the, the little red, or the white angel and the red devil on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, so to me, I've got like Justin Jackson on one shoulder saying, man, you can do anything, just go do it. And then there's like the self-doubt, which is my little Adam Clark on the other shoulder. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I'm the angel of self doubt. That, that that is true. That is, I, I am that absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, but so thank you for uh, for your work in the past. And so you're rebooting uh, both um, gently mad and irresistible podcasting, right?
1: Yes. Uh, well, the gently it's it's the gently mad is not going to be so much of a reboot as a, a continuation. And I'm just going to. I'm not gonna relaunch the show and do a big launch. I'm just gonna start adding new episodes start. and yeah, good yeah, um iTunes has changed some things uh in the last year, definitely in the last uh, three since i uh, quit and um, so anyway, I'm just gonna resume the gently mad and i am but I am rebooting irresistible podcasting the course, the community, the podcast that goes along with that. The blog, just all that stuff. And I just launched my new company, which is a podcast production company, um, which I don't have, I haven't officially announced. I don't have the website up. Um, I, I do, I got my first customer last week. So excited about that. And um, so, yeah, everything's kind of, uh, you know, I, I've been toward the end of last year, I was trying to map out what the future is going to be because I'm almost 40 and, uh, it's like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I I can't keep playing around anymore. And, um, I wanted some sort of path or, or, or some sort of sense of a goal that I was moving toward rather than just constant, you know, 18 to, you know, 30 month experiments, which has been most of my life since I was a teenager. So so yeah, it's all it's all you know. Uh, I, I I still make money from web development and design, which is what I've done for a decade now. But um, but I am uh, I'm focusing on those three things: uh, my shows, the course, and community around podcasting, and this new business around uh, like professional uh, podcast services for entrepreneurs and uh, solo founders, stuff like that. And and the goal is that that becomes those, those, those three things sort of become, uh, everything. So, uh, yeah. So it's been a really busy year trying to organize all of that and figure out priorities and what do I focus on first and just all this stuff. So, um, and a big piece of that was starting to email my list again. I I literally fell off the face of the earth three years ago, um, which we can talk about if you want, but, but I did. And I, I just, I haven't emailed anyone. Um, I haven't, I literally just disappeared and a lot of that had to do with a ton of shame and guilt over quitting and just feeling like I I just uh let everyone down. And so now I decided, all right, I I just have to, you know, I'm not I, I have to get back on this horse, as scary as it is, and as as much as I feel like, you know, I don't want to disappoint people, I just have to. And so uh I started with that email last week and and that's where we're going. By the way, um is, am I uh I don't know if this is a, a clean show or not, but I just realized I've already said like fuck and other things and I don't know what if I'm uh I, I forgot to ask you in the beginning if I should uh rein rein in my uh you know, the way I talk.
0: No, I think you're great um it uh, usually is clean, and this will be a good experiment to see if uh the explicit oh, the explicit keyword uh, might increase my uh, ratings so uh.
1: well hopefully hopefully uh, your <laughs> listeners aren 't used to listening in the car with their little children um, and uh, my two year old uh it, it's adorable when when your two year old comes up to you and says, "What the fuck, daddy you know because <laughs> uh, it's it's hilarious in their little voice they don 't know what they're saying. But then, when your ten-year-old says it, you're like, "What did you? What? You, you don't talk that way." So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, anyway, no, I'll, I'll warn people on Twitter and stuff. And and for all the people out there that think, "Why didn't you just go through and bleep those?" Like, I don't have an audio crew, man. Just uh, yeah, it's just gonna be there. Huh. That's
1: wait. That's way too much fucking work. So <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. Uh, or you can hire. Uh, let's just let's just say you can hire me now. Um, I, I, now that I do this officially and not just unofficially, to uh, handle that for you, Brian. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. Maybe. Uh, um. So the one of the the other things I went back. Um. I was curious. I went back and looked uh, at uh, one of the videos from the Irresistible Podcasting about uh, the audio setup. And one of the things it's, it's interesting because it, the you recommend similar to what Justin did was the eight was I can't remember the number ATR twenty one hundred or something. Yep, mm-hmm. um, which uh, that's what I started with because Fries had it on sale for like forty bucks or something. Yeah, um, and uh, and it it worked great for a long time and I was happy with it. But then I uh, um, started making a little bit of money off of uh, book sales and stuff, and I decided to treat myself uh to not having to edit so much audio and right now so i've got i forget what it is it's a shure mic but one of the one of the cheaper shures um and then is uh, it the uh SM57 prob- probably yeah does it
1: look like a normal the microphone like you would see on stage like that a, a singer would hold or something
0: yep yeah
1: okay yeah it's probably the SM57 that's a really popular and really great mic yeah. i've got a shure SM7B which is a little different. Um, it's more expensive, and uh, I don't know exactly if it's worth it. I think it's the greatest microphone ever. It's it's famous because uh, apparently Michael Jackson used it to record the Thriller album, and um, it's just like a standard, you know, it's a workhorse in radio stations, and I love it. Um, but honestly, uh, and this is it's like a 350 mic, which on which really, when you're talking about mics, it's that's not that much. But for probably people listening, they're like, "Whoa, 350 bucks for a mic." Um, but if I wasn't using this mic, I would be using that Shore or, or that um, Audio Technica ATR 2100, which is uh, un- under 50 dollar mic and it sounds amazing. It's like I, I literally don't know how that mic exists for that price. And that's what I always tell people: like, it you look, li- you can you can literally start. Tomorrow, as fast as you can get a package from Amazon for less than a hundred dollars, and you can sound as good as anyone you listen to.
0: Yeah, uh, plus, plus so. it has like um has the headphone jack right in the back of the mic, yeah. so you don't need anything else. You just that and your laptop or your computer and add some headphones and you're fine. Yeah, um, totally. but so then I've got that going through a DBX 286s. Most, oh nice. Mostly because and then into a focus right, um the scarlet similar to what you're using. The two I two or what do I got? What is it? I don't know. I think it's the two I two. Does
1: it have does it have two mic inputs on the front or one?
0: Uh it's got two on the front, but I think it's the intent is the other one's for guitar or something like that.
1: Yeah, That's it's a 2i2 two two then. So we have the same exact setup except for uh, the microphone. Yeah,
0: the so, so my, my one of the things is to try to – I got you on – is to try to have a personal relationship with you so that I can get some help on how to set up this damn 286S because I don't know what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> that thing is uh, – it is magic. It is it – is, it's, it's like uh, – I think it's like 250 bucks. Um, it might even be cheaper now. But it is um, – it's like the the magic, it's like the secret sauce it's that special ingredient in the mix that can make things sound so good, but uh if you don't know what you're doing, you look at it and it's just like this array of knobs and lights and switches, and um speaking of you know you're giving me great ideas, man. I need to take make take notes because <laughs> I just realized I need to do a video in the new a new a new video or add a video to the course about. Just how to set up the the 286s because it's such a great piece of gear, but um, it's
0: non-trivial it's, to get it right. I, I actually it's I, hard.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard to get it right. Like you have to you
0: all have to all this equipment, and it. it took yeah. me a long time to make it sound better than my fifty dollar ATR 2100. So <laughs> yeah, Um the okay. I think we're kind of getting into the weeds, so I, I'd like to. Sure. Well, let me just say one more thing. Okay. You,
1: you can always email me. I mean, seriously, um, this is not a, uh, I'm not just saying this, but um, I love helping people with podcasting stuff. So you don't have to get, you don't have to get me on your show to ask me a question about that kind of stuff. So anyway, go ahead.
0: No, I, um, one of the things that the, um, so I, I encourage, you know, I encourage people to listen to your stuff, uh, but I also, um, just the, the. Uh, I'd like to have more people start podcasts, but it's not. It's it's one of the reasons why I liked what you were talking about earlier, and in, in both the irresistible and in listening to the gently mad, is that it's not a, it's not a trivial thing. I mean, you can It isn't just let's just decide to do it and then show up, and then you just show up every week. It is. It's both. It's both easier than people think it is, and it's harder than people think it is. Yeah. And um, so but what's
1: interesting is that the things that people assume are easy are usually the harder things and things that people are going to think are going to be the hard things are the easier things. So you're absolutely right. But I've found that it's it's usually the opposite of what people think it's going to be that's going to be difficult and whatnot. So I got to stop interrupting you. I'm not a guest that often, clearly. (laughs) So
0: go ahead. No, it's great where I think this is. I had no idea where this was going I just wanted to have you on because i'm excited i i think so I, somehow do we have do you have any way to encourage people to start a podcast um
1: yeah like what what do you mean how to encourage them
0: well like if somebody's somebody's uh, sitting around thinking there's not enough good podcasts out there I should do one what is it that's gonna push them over the edge to make them go do it
1: oh man um it I think it totally depends on the person you know um you, you said if someone's if someone's feeling like there's like they've missed a the boat like there's too many podcasts now well, you know it's it, well they, what should, was I, they shouldn't I, I think I that
0: there's none, um because yeah there's a ton but like for instance uh, there's um uh there's a few um actually any any niche especially technical stuff any niche 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 whatever that is um you're in there's so niche, many Niche, please niche oh, I'm just okay <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it... yeah
1: i say niche but that's cuz i'm um uh i'm kind of an asshole but anyway go ahead.
0: <laughs> um the uh you're a nice asshole though cute cuddly <laughs> asshole uh, thank you <laughs> um the but by the way, I love the uh the family pictures on your site, they're great. The, uh,
1: on which site, the avclark.com? AV,
0: yeah, AV Clark. Yeah,
1: on my about page, you mean?
0: I, I guess that's where they were. I was, I don't know, I was clicking around your stuff today and saw them. So. I'm
1: curious which uh family, oh, yeah, the ones of just me and my girls,
0: yeah, I think, yeah, so. I
1: think that's what you mean yeah those are old. I need to update them to new ones include to include my newest daughter and the little infants you see in those pictures are now nine and ten years old but um I realized that after I turned thirty, uh my body just decided to stop giving a fuck and uh you know just it's it's just stopped working in the ways that I thought it was supposed to work. so now I'm even older and fatter and uglier. So, uh, you know, I have to only show pictures of myself from my younger days. <laughs> Not that I was that much better then, but, uh, yeah. So I need to update those, but, uh, yeah, I've got three daughters and it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, but it's, it's pretty good. So, well,
0: so, so that's like some of the hard part, right? For me at least is, is, uh, doing, so I've got a full time job, full time family and, and I want to do this podcast thing and writing and stuff. And, um, sitting, da- I sit down to record and that's exactly the time where everybody in the house has a question for me. Yeah, um, and things like I've got a rabbit in here in the same room, which you probably can't hear because that's why I bought the 286S. So you can't hear the rabbit in the background. Uh, but the, um, but the, like, that's what you said is, uh, the, the hard stuff isn't the stuff you think about. It's going to be hard. It's, uh, Different things. But you've got – I want to talk about your irresistible podcasting. You're, you're um, re- restarting that soon. Yeah. And I am super excited about that. Uh, so tell me about that a little bit. What's going to be different from the last time?
1: Um, okay. So the short version <laughs> – I'll try to make the uh, – this is why I, I love podcasting because I love to talk and I, I literally can't shut up. So I I'm never out of things to say. Most people are like, I don't know what to say. They get on the mic and they're just like, I don't know what to say. And and my problem is exactly the opposite. Like I can't stop talking, and I have to just cut out just stuff that people don't care about. But I just keep going on and on, like I'm doing right now. Anyway, <laughs> um, the uh, so the short version is that uh, I fell in love with podcasting the second I started it. Um, I came from a, a journalistic background. Um, I I worked for a newspaper and a few magazines in in LA, um, after college, um, always messed around with the internet was kind of a nerd, um, tech geek kind of guy. And, um, you know, I made my own websites and things like that. Um, but I was a writer, I was a journalist. That's, I, 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 really enjoyed that. And then, um, after my second daughter was born, uh, I realized that, you know, uh, my, Journalist salary was never, ever going to cut it. Even if I somehow, you know, landed at the New York Times, I still wouldn't be able to afford it, even though it would pay me a lot more. The cost of living would also quadruple. So it's it'd essentially be the same as what I was making at a small town paper, you know, in the suburbs of LA. So, um, so I decided I want to do something that, uh, one, I can make a lot more money at, and two, that can lead to self-employment at some point down the road. So for me, that was web design and development. And um, I managed to convince a local agency uh, to hire me as a designer. Um, I I threw together a mock-up for a website in Photoshop and said, hey, look at this, look at my skills. And they were like, yeah, this is pretty good, actually. Okay, we'll hire you. And, And through that experience, I learned that I was much more a developer than a designer. Um, I, I was a developer who wanted to be a designer um, because I was a snob, and so uh, um, so I, I started that career, and and that's what I have done since you know, like I said, the last decade. Um, but then when uh, I've tried and failed a blogging since 2002 or so, and I was never able to keep it consistent. Um, I, I was my day job was writing at newspaper, so I'd come home and the last thing I wanted to do was write more. So um, it was tough to keep that going, but I missed journalism. I missed writing. I, I've always loved, you know, film, the arts, you know, just all of it. And so when 2012 or so uh 2010 11 was when I kind of discovered podcasts and for me it was Dan Benjamin as well his five by five network when he was kind of getting started with um um Zeldman and uh uh why am I having a brain freeze uh Daring Fireball John Gruber (coughs) excuse me and stuff like that and I was like oh man I love this and So around 2013 to the end of 2012 or so, I was like, maybe I could try this. And uh, I tried it and I instantly fell in love with it. It was like, it was everything I loved about writing and none of the things I hated about writing. And um, it was just my thing. I just felt like I, I just found my thing. And so I immediately had an idea to uh, create a course to teach people what I was learning. Because that's I've done that with everything in my entire life. That's just where my brain naturally goes is um how can I uh now uh distill what I have learned or whatever. And uh but as you were talking about in the beginning, I felt like ah, I can't do that. You know, I don't really know what I'm doing, I don't have any any special qualifications to teach anyone anything. And, you know, I'm not even that good at this and just all that bullshit, all the self-doubt, all the, you know, and a healthy dose of being the kind of person who has a million ideas a minute but doesn't really act on them very much. Um, I talk myself – I I have an idea. I launch a company in my head. I sell it in my head and in the space of one afternoon I've I've basically lived out, you know, a a 10-year – cycle and then move on to the next thing, <laughs> never actually do anything about it. It's just all in my head. And so I did that for a couple of years and finally I was like, you know what? I'm making this fucking course. I'm going to do this. I, I really want to do it. I had started a network, podcast network with a couple friends and just different things. I was like, I want to do this course. And so um, skipping ahead, skipping ahead, I, I made the course, uh, but it was a lot more work than I anticipated it being. And at this point, I was living full time off my show, The Gently Mad. I wasn't doing any freelance work, anything else, and um, I was kind of running out of money. My wife was pregnant with our third child. Um, being self-employed, our insurance premiums were, you know, there's not a word to describe how astronomical and ridiculous they were. Like, I couldn't afford the insurance payment anymore. And um I was just freaking out and I was just so burned out. I was so burned out. I finished the course and and launched it to the pre-purchasers, the people who had uh, bought it, um, before I launched it. And, and I was like, I'm done. You know, I can't, I, I knew what I needed to do, which was to start selling and marketing and really building this thing up. And, um, uh, but I just, uh, it sounds like an ex- it is an excuse to say I burned out because I should have sucked it up anyway, but I didn't. And um, uh, so I kind of launched it, and that was it. I I didn't do I didn't I didn't uh build the community around it. I didn't you know continue creating new content like I wanted to do. I didn't continue with the Irresistible Podcasting podcast, which was a Q and A show. Um, there's so many things I wanted to add to the course, um, because for me, it wasn't just about podcasting. Podcasting was the sort of the, the handle that, uh, I grabbed on to the, the suitcase of business in general. Um, so it's really about business, which is really about life, which is really about meaning and purpose. Um, if you get right down to it but the the disguise you know the the halloween the, the the mask that i deliver all of that in is uh podcasting so it was all those things and uh but i didn't i i just didn't get it there i i just i i just was so burned out i delivered the mvp and then quit and uh so i got an offer from apple i thought a, you don't turn down Apple to this is great because I'm sick of everything else in my life. So I took that knew immediately it was a mistake, but, um, oh, well, we'd moved 3000 miles. My wife was seven and a half months pregnant. What was I going to do? So we, uh, I worked for Apple for a couple of years and as long as I could possibly stand it before, you know, literally blowing my brains out so that I finally quit and, uh, and long story short, or long story long, in this case, um, <laughs> at my I, I finally took my wife's advice, which was she'd been encouraging me to just get back to doing what I really wanted to do. It didn't matter that I'd quit. Yes, I would have lost the trust of some people, and um, I did the thing I always tell people don't do. Um, but I'm gonna continue to be miserable if I just keep uh, resisting going back to this thing, doing this thing that I really enjoy because I was embarrassed. You know, I was embarrassed and I had Man. a lot of shame and guilt over quitting and felt like I'd let everyone down and I just didn't want to face it.
0: You did, so. asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, all, yeah. dude, all is forgiven. Just come back. Um, so. Well,
1: and that's what people tell me. And, and it's like, that's great. I, I, I'm i so grateful for that response. You know, I've gotten so many responses from the emails I sent out last week I got two that were kind of negative and um isn't it like that though out of the dozens and dozens of responses the two negative ones are the ones where I'm like yep that's how everyone feels (laughs) you know um but yeah but everyone was like yeah dude just I'm so happy you're you're just back to it you know and so it was great that people felt that way and I uh, uh you know so that's that's so, the initial question you asked an hour ago was, um, <laughs> what's different about it? So, this time, what's different about what's going to be different about the new course is it's still going to be the same core content, which I'm going to kind of re record, um, a little better quality this time around and also update, um, those core lessons. Um, because, like I said, things have changed. iTunes is different. The rules are different. You know, new and new and noteworthy is no longer a thing, um, which is was part of the foundation of my approach to launching a show. Um, and so I got to update some of that. But then I want to add more information. There's a lot of things people asked for that um, I didn't get to, and I didn't get to uh, to making those videos there's that part, but the biggest part of the relaunch is the community. Um, I never really built the community that I promised. And this, I don't know if you, if this has been your experience, Brian, but, um, a lot of people, you're a developer, so you're the kind of person you can teach yourself things. You can learn things easily. You think very logically. Um, uh, you're a problem solver. So that stuff kind of comes naturally and it's not that hard. Um, you can learn stuff, but, uh, I don't think like how to start a podcast is isn't it it can be overwhelming,
0: but it's it's not hard. It's super easy. Yeah, there are tons, and it's stuff. way easier now than it used to be. Even a couple years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and there. But the thing is, you don't need to buy any course or anything. There's high, super high quality, free videos and courses and tutorials on how to get started. No one needs to spend money on how to get started with a podcast. Um, I include all that information, but that's not what it's for. What you really need and what you're paying for is, uh, the community because, um, starting is in the hard part, it's, 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 uh, sticking to it and working through your doubts and having people to bounce ideas off of and encourage you. And, you know, uh, entrepreneurship is really, really hard and it's, damn near impossible to do it completely alone and so that's what that's the main thing for me the content sure that's that will be updated but really the content isn't even the main thing like what you're paying for with the course and where I feel the most value is and what I really want to just spend all my time on is the community and developing those relationships and um yeah. and just helping each other out I mean that's just such a huge thing and that that's the main reason i'm, I'm, I'm re, redoing this
0: well I'm, I'm excited for that and I'm excited to try to be part of that community as well the um because yeah I'd like to get uh just simple things man like like um what well, mike uh being able to talk with other podcasters just about um learning new things like like there's details that come up later that you you don't need to know at the beginning, but later on, like, well, how do I how do I get transcripts done, um, and um, how much should I care about ums? Should I cut those out or should I leave them in, uh, and the all that sort of stuff, and also like you know, there's a million questions come up, and one of the things that I love about I'm glad about the community and the focus on the community is good. The um, I reluctantly uh, I didn't add a forum to the, so most, the focus of the testing code is mostly uh, software testing, but mostly for people that are not trained as testers, like not professional QA people, but like uh, um, developers that need to make sure their code works. Um, And then also um, just Python in general, I just cover a lot of stuff and also software development processes. But the, uh, there's a, uh, uh, and then I wrote a book about PyTest, but there's, there's a lot of people that are doing this sort of stuff all over the world that don't have anybody to ask questions to. And so they – and they're t- tentative to add just go ahead and ask me even though they c- they can. Um, but I had this – started a Slack channel and I was worried that I was going to be inundated with thousands of questions that I didn't know how to answer. And the reality was a whole bunch of people in there are helping out other people for free. Um and, yeah. and it's, it's, there's, there, yeah, there are tons of questions. I don't know how they answer, but there's other people that do, uh, and they're there. And, and then we can have like this debate and it's a, this open thing. Anybody can join, but it feels like more of a closed group of people. Like these are my people. These are the people I can ask a question to. And there's uh, there's nothing else like it to build up these communities around the world, of people that are just struggling with the same stuff. So, uh, definitely. Yeah, it,
1: it's the, – the community is so, it's so important, because, especially the way we live nowadays. You know, 2018 is very different than the 80s when I grew up and certainly different than, like, you know, my dad when he was, you know, at the height of his profession, you know, in the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a different world. We're far more – we're far more um, – uh, connected is not the wrong word because we certainly aren't fucking connected, but we're, we're far more, um, uh, we know more about other people's lives because of social media, but, but we're far more isolated in that, you know, we're all just in our own little garage or room with our computer. And, and, and I just feel like that that's a problem. And even if you're an introvert, which I am, I'm a huge introvert and I don't like uh, large groups and I, I don't thrive off of that energy. Um, but I, if I've isolated too long, you know, my I, my depression just spirals and you need community, you need people in your life. And especially if your job is going to be something that uh, you love and, and feels like gives some sense of meaning and purpose to your life, um, the, the community is everything. And, and the great thing about a community around an online like testing code or irresistible podcasting or whatever it is, is that uh, you don't, you don't have to be, Oh, I'm not a forum guy or I'm not a communicate. I'm not a community kind of person. That's fine. You know, if you just dip in once every six months when you're in the middle of a crisis, you need to ask a question and get some people's encouragement. Fine. Or if you're the kind of person who's just in there every day, just because you want to feel like you've got some, you're, you're, you work remotely, you want to feel like you have some, uh, you know, other people around you, it can serve all those purposes. And,
0: um, yeah, we, we, uh, introverts and engineers and stuff are also people that like, will, yes, they, they figure I should be able to figure this problem out, but you'll churn for like two days when you could have just asked a question and got the answer in like 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. And there's a community I'm a part of called Fizzle. Um, Are you familiar with Fizzle?
0: Yeah. I was – Okay. Yeah. There there are a couple – two of those guys are Portland people too, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Corbett and Chaser are are both in Portland. And um, uh, I've been a part of Fizzle for years and uh, they were one of the big early sponsors, the Gently Mad. Um, Greats. Oh, man, I uh, someone uh, I got such a great I learned so much about s- sponsoring, getting sponsors and advertising for your show through that. But um that community is an example of one that I'll go through periods where I'm in there frequently and then I'll go through periods where 6 months goes by and I don't even log in. But the point is is they're there and like last week I was having a little mini freak out over something um feeling like, you know, it's all it's all over. I'm just a big faker. I knew it, and uh, here's what happened. And I posted it, and and I had and in the forums, and I had some people who were like, "Dude, just pull your panties up and stop whining," <laughs> which was what I needed to hear. And yeah. I also had other people who were like, "It's okay, man. You know, we all go through this." And and so I got some tough love, and I also got some encouragement, and it was just like, <clears throat> um, it snapped me out of it, and and that would have probably dragged on for much longer without, uh, with. I, I just, I'm a firm believer in find your people, find your crowd, and in, in our day and age, it's a lot easier to do that online. Sometimes it's the only place you can do it is is to find them online, and and they kind of become your family, and um and it's awesome. There's just no no greater yeah, uh, you know, I there's nothing no greater feeling than that for me, and so. I really, really want to focus on that. I, 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 I want to build that up and, and I want that to be not my production company, not my show. I want the community of people, um, in irresistible podcasting, um, to be the thing that I'm known for and that lasts, that lasts, you know, um,
0: well, so, and so, yeah. Um, I'm going to cut you off a little bit cause we're getting a little bit long. How do people get into this? How do people get into the irresistible podcasting?
1: Okay, well, um, I don't know when this is going to go live, but today it is uh, Monday. We're recording this on Monday, April, what's today? The 9th? 9th? Yeah. Okay, Monday, April 9th. And for the first time ever, I decided I'm going to shut down the course so that I can do this relaunch and stuff like that. It's always been an evergreen. It's always been available since I, the day I launched it three years ago. Um, so, but my plan for relaunching was to shut it down, give myself six to eight weeks to, um, to do what I need to do and to build and to build the foundation of that community and then sort of relaunch. And, and some of that is marketing. Some of that is just super practical. So, uh, It'll close on Friday, the 13th. (laughs) Maybe that's a bad idea. Um, April 13th, Friday at midnight. It's going to shut down. And uh, right now, you can just go to irresistiblepodcasting.com, and you can still get in. Um, And I think the price is $149, and and there's like a a 25% coupon, um, just the, the, the letters, 25. You can use... To get 25% off and get in now before it closes because when it relaunches, it'll be back up to, like, the price I launched with initially three years ago, which was, you know, I'll have packages. Everyone does that, and I think there's good reasons for it. There'll be packages with different sort of levels of access to me and the community, but um, but it'll be back up to, like, a, a st- more standard, you know, uh, $500 to $800 range depending on the package that you, the, the particular level of access that you want. So, but if you want, whoever, if you buy into it, then you're in it, you know, and you're you're never going to have to pay for it again. So um, I feel like this week is a, it's two things. One, it's a way for me to make a little money to help kind of fund the next six to eight weeks while I build, while I rebuild this thing. And it's also giving people an opportunity um to get into something at uh uh a much lower cost, you know so uh so yeah that's how Irresistiblepodcasting.com, dot com um depending on when you're listening to this it may be closed already
0: um and then and then when it when it's during the closed time are you gonna have like a like a email sign up there or something
1: yep yeah it it'll still be there um okay, and uh people can of course of course sign up, and I'm sure there will be some sort of um discount or incentive when it launches uh so get on the mailing list if, if you if you want to if you want to be in on that stuff
0: well um, the amount of amount that i feel you've helped me um i am gonna try to minimally edit this and try to get it out tomorrow if i can so get this out but be- well, well that, ahead of time
1: well i appreciate that i uh uh you know and even if you miss it and it's closed just shoot me an email um i'm I really do want to help people. So it's not about, uh, Oh, well, you missed it. Those, those are the rules. You know, uh, I, I'm not saying you can still get in, but I'm just saying, um, a lot of people just don't ask. They don't, e- I, cause I've done it. You know, you don't email someone because you just don't think they'll answer. Or I don't know why people just don't ask, but, but I love, uh, when people email and I love when I can help. So, you know, whatever it is, uh, people can always email me at, Adam at avclark.com or shoot me a tweet. I'm avclark on Twitter. Um, I'm always happy to help. And I hope this course, I hope it becomes what I really wanted it to be three years ago. And, um, uh, and I hope it helps people. That's, that's kind of my, my goal for it.
0: Well, um, I'm going to wrap things up, but I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking, talking with me today. And I thought you
1: were gonna say and, uh, talk, and talking my ear off today. <laughs> That's usually what happens. But no, I, no, thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I was uh, not surprised. I mean, yeah, I was a little, uh, like I said, I hadn't talked, I hadn't been a part of this for for years. And I send out an email, and you respond, like, hey, will you come on my show? And I was like, I thought everyone's gonna be pissed at me, and so no way. Man. I was really uh, we excited. Uh, thanks for the invite, man. I, I, I appreciate it. I love being you know, on podcasts, so. Um, I listened to a few episodes of your show. I really like it. I it's kind of I don't know anything about Python. I'm a front end guy, so I don't. Uh, a lot of it was kind of over my head, but um, but uh, but it's a good show. I love dev shows.
0: Oh yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, there's not enough. Um, then, and that's where I'm trying to get people to do more. There, there needs to be more. So
1: there should be a network that's just dedicated podcast network that's just dedicated to um developers. I mean, people are probably familiar with what a podcast network is. And I just thought, I just was thinking, you know, a network that was focused purely on devs. And there could be front-end shows, back-end shows, language-specific shows. Um, That'd be a great network. Yeah. (laughs) Someone someone listening should start that. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or
0: or one of us speaking should start that. Anyway.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of getting out of Dev to try to get into like more focus more on the podcasting side of things, but uh, that would be a great. Uh, yeah. I'm not a real developer anyway. I'm a WordPress developer, so um, I uh, know some PHP. And, but front <laughs> end is front end is my 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 specialty. So um, okay. Anyway,
0: yeah. Well, thanks but, a lot, uh, and uh, good luck with everything. And I'll, um, I'll, i um can't wait to see where this work goes.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. Bye. Adam. See ya.